deal with airplane peanuts. Comedy Mothership in Austin, Texas. Hey, this is Redrick coming to you live from the Comedy Mothership here in Austin, Texas. Since opening their doors only eight months ago, the Comedy Mothership has quickly become the premier stand-up venue on planet Earth. Joe Rogan's new club is home to some of the biggest comics in the game, and the Mothership door staff is stacked with up-and-coming talent as well. With thousands of comedy fans traveling to Austin, Texas every week to get a glimpse of the Mothership, Joe Rogan's club has already made some serious contributions in changing the comedy landscape forever. And with the insane amount of notoriety surrounding this club, there's always been lots of debate around if anyone would ever get to film a special at the Mothership. And if so, who would be the comedian to do it first? In today's video, we're honored to be joined by the man who accomplished that feat, the one and only Brian Simpson. Brian Simpson, thank you so much for joining the show today. My first question for you, filming your special at the Mothership, that's a big deal. So what was the process like getting permission or just pitching the idea of filming a special there in the first place? Oh, that was actually the easiest part, <laughs> honestly. Because like from, you know, from the moment I met, uh, I met Rogan, I mean, well, at least for, from the moment he saw me being funny, you know, he was like, oh, I support you however I can, whatever you need. Don't even trip. And, you know, and I never asked him for nothing. But then I was like, hey, I want to film my special here. And he was like, yeah. I know that you uh, filmed a special for Netflix. So were there any differences recording your special at the Mothership or recording your stand-up half hour on Netflix as far as constraints or freedoms with the entire process? Well, yeah, yeah. Because, the uh, you know, the, the half hour is not. It, that produced, those were produced by Netflix. God damn it, Millie. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, you, there's a, there's a lot less input in terms of, you know, the look and the feel and, you know, you don't have a lot of input in terms of, 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 you know, the way the set is set up and the lighting and none of that stuff. Was it fun to film your special in your home club that you're used to being on that stage? Or, you know, I know some guys will go to a different uh, place on the road and pick a city that maybe they haven't played before. So, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is my first hour special, so I don't have any other thing to compare it to. But yeah, there's some this I would I would imagine there's something to that. Just filming, you know, somewhere where you're comfortable. Even though, you know, the room didn't look anything like it normally looks. They they change it so differently. Like you'll see when it comes out, you'll be like, this doesn't even look like the same place. Have you decided where and when you plan to release it? No, no, no. Those the big dogs get to get to pick their date. I gotta like slip get in where I fit in. So it's a lot of people on the horizon, and so I have to wait till some certain other people decide when theirs is going to be released. So the Austin comedy scene as a whole has been exploding, obviously, over the past few years. As being a part of that, a key component in that, where do you see the Austin comedy scene 20 years from now? Honestly, I think, I think people are going to look back to now as the beginning of something. I think just comedy in general is changing right now. Cause you know, cause the culture is shifting so rapidly and that's so much about what, what comedy is relevant. And I think you're gonna see here in the next four or five years, like all that bullshit gonna get put to the, to the wayside and the real shit gonna, it's gonna shine through. I think that's why it's it's really popping right now too, and I think people are just getting more and more tired of, of the bullshit too. I can I completely agree. Filming like like we said before, filming at the mothership for your special that's a really cool thing. Are there any other plans for comedians to be filming specials at the mothership, or was this just your idea that you thought of first and then executed? Because it seems like something people would want to replicate. There's a handful of other people who I know are filming theirs, but I don't know if I can say. Mm, okay. Um, so, but yeah, it's definitely gonna. And I think if when mine comes out, if it's if it's well received, I think it's gonna 
turn into a it's going to open the floodgates because it is it's a great place to film did you do anything different like the stage design you said is a little different but the people that were in the room was that just a regular august 27th at the comedy mothership where it was just tourists and just regular people in there or were you promoting to, to your audience come see my special get filmed here it's hard to tell man because because you know the weekends at the mothership just sell out every time so it's yeah. hard to say whether they were Mothership fans or Brian Simpson fans, but I'll take them. I think most Mothership fans are probably Brian Simpson fans too. Once once they go in there, at a certain point, you're just like, I saw Roast Battle a few times because it's it was. I just want to get into the Mothership, so let me get tickets to whatever they have available. And sometimes that was Roast Battle, sometimes that was someone and friends and whatever. And people are just excited to go into this building to see jokes, which I feel like is very rare. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, if if you're a comedy fan, you got you have to come to the Mothership at least once. Yeah, you know, 100%. I think that's what a lot of people are doing. But also, if you're a com if you're a comedian, you got to come to the mothership at least once. It's the only club where all the money goes into the club. Every other comedy club has to survive, and the mothership don't have to do that. We all see those pictures of the uh, the red neon "Don't be a bitch" sign and that cool snake table and all that stuff. How how dope is actually being in that green room and hanging out with people? Oh man, it's amazing. Honestly, man, I laugh more in that green room than I do anywhere else. I guess that is a, that is a, a little a little uh, a little taste that most people don't get to to experience. But no, it's it's amazing. It's it's one of the nice nicest green rooms I've been in. For sure. All right. Well, last question for you here, Brian. I, I really appreciate your time today. Um, is it true that you have a special pair of Crocs that you only wear on stage? And were those featured at all in the special? Well, you know, what's funny. That used to be true. No, let me let me let me rephrase that. That's, that is true now. I used to wear my Crocs to the club and this change into sh shoes before I went on stage mm -hmm. and change back in the Crocs. And then I think it was, um, I think it was Andrew Schultz that was like, well, why don't you just wear the Crocs on stage? That's, I mean, that's what you want to do. Yeah. You know, because he asked me, why, like, why do you do that? And I'm like, oh, because my these shoot the shoes hurt my feet. I got, you know, and he's like, why don't you just wear the Crocs then? And I'm like, you know, that's not a bad idea. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> well, Brian, thank you so much again for your time today. If you have any upcoming dates or social medias that you want to shout out and uh, maybe a ballpark time, if you know when uh, when your special's coming out too. If not, we're obviously going to keep an eye on it and make sure people know. I'll just say early out. next year. And um, yeah, and just, and just follow my podcast, BS with Brian Simpson. Well, thank you again, Brian. Guest spots from last week, the Joe Rogan experience had on Reggie Watts and Brian Redband. Two Bears, One Cave was Tom and Matt Reif. Kill Tony this week had on Joe List and Sugar Sean O'Malley. Matt and Shane's secret podcast was Matt and Tony Hinchcliffe. Are You Garbage had on Rob Eiler. Rob was also on Taste Buds battling Shake Shack vs. Burger King. The Honeydew talked with Jason Muse. Adam Ray was a guest on Whiskey Ginger. Flagrant did not have a guest. Your Mom's House had on Joe List. And First Date featured Mark Normand. We'll just move on to our dessert question. Oh. Time flies when you're having fun. What is... Don't look! Oh, sorry. What are you doing? You can't look over there. That's oh, I just screen. I just saw the clock. I didn't see anything else. And I saw a red flag. <laughs> But that, we already knew that was a thing. <laughs> I love my little cheat screen over there. Oh, yeah. They loved me. They helped me. That's what I call Pornhub. <laughs> a cheat screen. <laughs> this past weekend with Theo Vaughn spoke with Anthony Jesselnick. The Tim Dillon Show was a solo episode. Paul Verzi was on Tiger Belly. The Blocks Podcast had Eric Andre on the program. Joe Bartnick was on Hey Babe. We Might Be Drunk had on Russell Howard. Christy Chaos welcomed Andrew Dice Clay. Rick Glassman had Burt Kreischer take his shoes off. Being Ian with Jordan welcomed Jared Freed. David Borey and Langston Kerman visited Stavi's World. Kill Tony Golden Ticket winner Rick Diaz was on Joke World. Stavros Halkius got on Steve-O's Wild Ride. And The Adam Friedland Show sat down with Chet Hanks. 
As far as any new stand-up specials that are either out right now or coming out soon, Joe Para Slow and Steady is out right now on his YouTube channel. Unfortunately, uh, deep down... It's okay, don't sweat it, we'll reset it. Okay. All good? Okay. Don't feel good, you just ruined my entire life. Pete Holmes has a new hour of stand-up comedy ready to premiere on Netflix titled, I Am Not For Everybody. We also have Heather McMahon's Son I Never Had coming to Netflix October 17th, Whitney Cummings' new special Mouthy premieres November 11th on OnlyFans TV, and Dan Soder will be recording his new hour of stand-up at Helium in Portland on November 15th and 16th. Also for any fans of Kill Tony out there, I would definitely recommend watching the video that we posted yesterday detailing the upcoming matchup between Hans Kim and Rick Diaz, the man who won a golden ticket on Kill Tony 620 and has been trying to challenge Hans Kim for his spot on the show ever since. So are you still trying to protect Hans Kim? <laughs> oh my god! What? You literally are leaving the United States of America next week. Yes, sir. And you have one more Monday left in town. One more Monday to take a man's job. <laughs> We even got a chance to interview Rick Diaz about the entire situation. You can find that video on the end screen right after this. Thank you for watching and please subscribe. Just click it, it's free. At Joke World. That's it, at Joke World. And the world is W-R-L-D. That's a great uh, YouTube channel, Joke World. Check it out.